0: Hello, everyone. This is Elizabeth Carlyle on Heal Yourself Naturally with Ayurveda. Thank you for joining me. In the study of Ayurveda, as well as many other natural healing modalities, emotions are linked to wellness, as well as disease. Ayurveda, and particularly Chinese medicine, believe these are also linked to our vital organs. Even the chakra system, when imbalanced, will affect the surrounding organs. On a daily basis, many of us deal with stress of some kind. Many also battle depression, and many deal with chronic pain in some area of the body. Most people are completely mystified by where the pain originates. You'll often hear, I was doing fine. This pain in my back just came out of the blue one day when I was lifting something out of the trunk of my car these are common comments that we hear so in western so in western society we take some kind of medication to relieve the pain over the counter or prescribed by a doctor we don't usually look to what triggered the incident or the pain, or even the disease. It just appeared. We will never be successful by just treating the symptoms or the surface problems. We have to uncover the root cause of the imbalance to permanently cure the problem and to prevent further complications in the future. I believe the first step to healing is to take responsibility and realize that we created this imbalance and we can correct it with the proper measures. We are an energy body. Our thoughts are energy. Thoughts lead to emotions. And emotions create chemical reactions in the body. These chemical reactions affect the entire makeup of the body and the mind. And they can cause reaction in the organs, the nervous system, and the immune system. We have to consider the patterns we create when those same thoughts and feelings are repeated daily. How does this ultimately affect the body system? What happens when we experience stress day after day for months on end, leading into years sometimes? Even then, our reaction to stress is to reject the feeling Resist it by telling ourselves that we can work through it. We suppress the feeling. We ignore it or we medicate it. The body's response is to eventually express it by manifesting imbalance in a particular area of the body. In Ayurveda, The suppression of the problem causes accumulation of the imbalance as it accumulates in an area of weakness. And for the vata dosha, that would be the area of the large intestine. For the pitta dosha, that accumulation is in the small intestine. And kapha accumulation is usually in the stomach. These are the areas that we would first see signs of imbalance. If we ignore these signs and continue the same pattern without addressing the problem, by suppressing or ignoring the physical An emotional imbalance, then the issue progresses to the next step, which is aggravation. At this phase of the disease process, if the initial symptoms of imbalance are not addressed, the symptoms may worsen but still remain in the sites that I just mentioned, the large intestine, the small intestine, and the stomach. This becomes a critical stage because if there is no management of the imbalance, this will create overflow. And what is overflow? out? of the initial site into the circulatory system. And then the problem may locate into other areas of the body and cause further imbalance. As that progresses, this leads eventually to relocation to the weakest area of the body, So once these doshas overflow, because we have ignored or disregarded the signs, they have moved from the digestive system into other areas of the body. They will likely lodge in an organ or a tissue that is weak, but they can migrate and infiltrate any tissue or organ in the body. This is the disease process, and we can see how disturbing it is. By not addressing the root cause at the onset, the disease has now moved into manifestation in other parts of the body. Now the imbalance deepens and becomes even more severe. This is when people require intervention by medical procedures. Ayurveda always addresses the problems, if we can catch it in time, in the digestive system in order to prevent further deepening of the disease process. If we can get to the root issues before they go deeper, we can prevent medical intervention. As I mentioned before in previous episodes, the first sign of pain is the body asking for attention, crying out for attention, asking us to look deeper into our lives and examine what issues, physical or emotional, are paramount and require our immediate attention. So the real issue becomes examining our thoughts and feelings and identifying what may be an emotional issue that needs our attention, our love, and our care. How do we accomplish this self-awareness? By asking the body for clarification. And there are many ways to achieve this end. There is contemplation or meditation, sitting quietly undisturbed and listening to the body. We can scan each area of our body and ask it how it feels. Ask if there is a disturbance. This is called Yoga Nidra. This is self-examination through self-awareness. This is tuning into the body, into the body's natural knowingness of itself. We don't require anything from the outside. This is internal examination. And we are all primed to do this. We all are provided with an internal compass that will guide us if we take the time to sit, ask, and listen. It would be great if we were taught as children to check in with our bodies. But we have to learn this language of inquiry. Where does this ache or pain originate? And what is it trying to tell me? Let's look at the organs one by one and see the inexorable connection between their function and the emotions. We'll begin with the lungs. Lungs and stomach are primary sites of the kapha dosha this is associated with water most respiratory diseases are kapha disorders we are talking about sore throat colds flu bronchitis asthma and pneumonia the psychological factors are attachment and grief. The lungs are also near the heart. So emotional pain will weaken the lungs. We most often see grief associated with the lungs. Let's look at the liver. Liver disorders are most often associated with pitta dosha. The liver is a fiery organ, like pitta, the only dosha containing heat. Pitta disorders, such as hyperacidity and ulcers, originate in the liver and the gallbladder the liver is the seat of fire and is at the core of inflammatory disease. Irritability, anger, jealousy, ambition, these are all the negative pitta emotions which contribute to inflammatory conditions. Mainly, we look at anger, which can cause great liver dysfunction. Underneath the liver is the gallbladder, whose function is to store the bile produced by the liver. Bile breaks down the fats. The emotions associated with the gallbladder our resentment, spite, and bitterness. Gallbladder removal is one of the most common surgeries in the U.S. today. Next, we come to the spleen. The spleen stores blood. It filters the blood by removing waste and getting rid of old and damaged cells. The spleen also makes white blood cells and antibodies which fight infection. And also, it maintains the fluid levels of the body. Overall, the spleen affects the immunity of the body. It is the entry point of life energy in the body. If a person is very depressed, this affects the spleen function. But it is attachment that is the emotion often associated with the spleen. Attachment to people or things or conditions And we can see how this might eventually lead to depression if the attachment is lost or unfulfilled. Emotions associated with the spleen are nervousness and anxiety. I think most of us understand that association because stomach disorders are often a result of anxiety. The kidneys are vital organs and are very important for metabolizing water in the body. Fear and fright damage the kidneys. They are also weakened with age. We consider fear most damaging to the kidneys long term. Toxins will accumulate, and the kidney the kidneys will not filter blood properly. And finally the pancreas, which converts our food into fuel and helps regulate the blood sugar. Maintaining proper blood sugar levels is critical to the functioning of the brain, the liver, and the kidneys. Emotions associated with pancreas function are worry and anxiety. Ultimately, if we watch and control our emotions and we are proactive in maintaining emotional balance in our lives, we can better prevent illness and not provide disease a place to grow. My affirmation for today, I balance my emotions with care for my body. I balance my emotions with care for my body. Thank you so much for joining me. And please come again next week. If you have any questions or comments, please visit my Facebook page, Healing-Ayurveda. Thank you and blessings.